Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Friday Night Dare podcast. I'm your host, Curtis. With me, as always, is Dr. Stephanie Sarkis, PhD, who you can find over at stephaniesarkis.com. How are you today, Steph? I'm great. How are you? Doing great, thanks. How's the weather your way? It's hot. Yeah. It's 87 degrees, so it yeah. probably feels like it's 150. Wow. That's pretty hot. That's my <laughs> It's really hot here. Yeah. But, you know, it's Florida, so... And I'm sure you, you kind of get accustomed to it, whereas, like, here yeah. it gets hot and we're like, I'm dying. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, I've never really Yeah, I think when people get off the plane... Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, no, you go ahead. Well, when people get off the plane, they'll tell me, like, they feel like they can't breathe. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a common reaction because of how humid it is. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I now I want to look up and see how hot does it feel because it's hot out. So let me see. Okay. Uh, it feels like... Uh, where would I find that? Feels like 95. Okay. And our humidity is 64%. Wow. Yours is probably what in the 30s, maybe? I don't I... know actually. What would. Uh, let me see. Because you're by the water, but it's also a lot drier than we are, so. Let me see here. And where's, um... your, where's your desert in relation to you? You have a desert in British Columbia, I think you were telling me about, right? Yeah, it's like real. It's like in the farthest, like, east southeast ah. corner yeah oh, okay but yeah it was actually interesting because i went there a while ago and i saw a rat, actual rattlesnake and i'm like what the hell so they, that's interesting yeah so next time you see a friend or family where you can tell them they have rattlesnakes in canada rattlesnakes in canada yeah we were all, we were all shocked because we don't see them that often we're like whoa it's a rattlesnake yeah i mean were you guys relatively far away yeah, it. I mean, honestly, we've never dealt with rattlesnakes, so we didn't know what to do. So we just stood as far back as possible. And we ogled that. <laughs> yeah, I think that's always a good idea with rattlesnakes. Yeah, it's just, just general rule of thumb: don't be close to a rattlesnake. Right, but, stay away. But because it's a desert, like it's that, like it's a it's their kind of climate, so it makes sense, right? But mm-hmm. right, yeah, that's where they hang. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's twenty two degrees here, which is like 70 degrees fahrenheit so we should, we should have some kind of noise like you know in the news where they go doo, 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 like in like the old oh, news yeah. like when you're computing when you're computing um celsius fahrenheit we should have like a little um sound effect like where you're computing yeah but you do that really well yeah i feel like i'd get really tired of that i would probably just be like dude i'm sorry we are on the imperial system well yeah, eventually, you guys will join the rest of the world one day. <laughs> one day. <laughs> one day. Uh, our humidity is forty-three percent, which doesn't oh, seem. Okay. I don't think that's that high. I don't think so, at least. Um. But yeah. Yeah, probably not like Florida humidity. Yeah. No. Um. So yeah, weather decent. It's uh yeah. As long as it's not like forty degrees Celsius, like it was a few weeks ago, that was disgusting. I was just that was crazy. That's that's like literally you could boil an egg on the sidewalk, right? Or fry an egg on the sidewalk. Yeah, I know a few people. They, they were like, I thought I'd walk without shoes on, and I burnt my feet. And oh, like, and you get like like secondary burns or something. Yeah, it's like wow. why aren't you wearing shoes? For a number of reasons, not just because your feet get burnt, but like here in our city in Vancouver. There's notoriously a lot of areas where the homeless just pee on the sidewalks and stuff. And I would never, in a million years, walk down those streets without shoes on. Never. But you find out your friends are willing to do that. 
Well, yeah, there was like people on the news who were like, "I walked without shoes." Oh. And I'm like, "What are you doing?" Well, that? well, they got on the news. Well, yeah, they're probably <laughs> yeah. not the brightest to begin with, because, I mean, like, it, it, it's just disgusting. Like, even like sometimes I walk through parts of Vancouver and I can smell it. It's that strong. Like you could smell it, and I'm like, "This is gross." Like, keep your shoes on, people. It's for your own good. Okay. Um. Talk about Gilmore Girls. We're here to talk about. <laughs> Let's not talk not? about weather and peeing <laughs> on sidewalks. Let's talk about something really important. Something we haven't addressed before, so you know it's kind of interesting. <laughs> well, when you come to Vancouver and it smells like pee, you're now like, I remember what Kurt told me about this, and yeah, it does, doesn't it? We verified it. <laughs> verified. Vancouver is occasionally in spots smells like pee. Um, now I feel like we're gonna hear from like the British Columbia Tourism Board or something. Yeah, I think they would probably be like, you know what, Kurt, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Places do smell like pee here. But uh, don't forget, you. we also have the beautiful mountains, you know, where, where, where people don't pee. Or at least you don't smell it. Well, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, really? <laughs> like, I'm sure somebody does on a tree, and then nature washes it away. Somewhere. Yeah. There you go. But we're here to talk about season three, episode thirteen of Gilmore Girls. Dear Emily and Richard, if Emily heard us talking about pee on the sidewalk, she would be livid. She would she be, would be like, mortified. Yeah. 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 Angry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, kind of a weird episode because it really is just Sherry goes into labor and Rory goes to help her out, but this triggers something in Lorelai and she remembers her kind of. Well, I guess conception of Rory, but also like her time leading up to giving birth, giving birth. And like, even we see a little bit afterwards with her uh, leaving Emily and Richard's home. So it's uh, kind of an interesting episode because on paper, I don't think a lot happens. But then when you look at a lot of these flashbacks, it really kind of gives a little bit of context and depth to like a lot of Mm -hmm. Emily. I think particularly like Emily and Lorelai's relationship and Emily gets a DVD player that's also important too (laughs) most important information (laughs) yeah the the big takeaway from this episode Emily gets a DVD player which I thought was pretty funny because I'm like I'm Mm -hmm. sure somebody watches that now and they're like but DVD players aren't that great like some kid nowadays why is is this such a big deal that's 2002 yeah back then getting a DVD player you were you were living it up right all right um yeah uh let's see here i'm pulling up the wiki as i tend to do um yeah uh i think (laughs) i was trying to think of like is there anything else that really goes on in this episode there was the uh each other yeah ordering food and that whole interchange which just kind of came out looking like not the nicest person because what does he have against Dean? Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, he's got Rory. Why is he having issues? Well, I mean, Dean? Dean was kind of rude to him like a while back at the winter festival. Oh, okay. And also too, like Dean was kind of going out of his way to be like, and read it back again. Like he was kind of being a bit of a Karen or a Chad whatever you want to call it. 
I kind of like that, though. I like that he was kind of putting Jess in his place and going, well, you know, you want Taylor coming after you? Fine. <laughs> True. And I, I don't know. I mean, that whole exchange, I... <laughs> it's funny. I was, I was watching that. I, in my mind, I was more so thinking, like, I want a spinoff where it's just Dean and Jess and their, like, roommates. And they have to, like, live with each other. Together. Yeah. And it's like it's like the odd couple, but with Dean and Jess. Yeah. Um, and then they see. I think they're realize. more alike than they probably think, though. Too. I think it's both like. Well, actually, funny enough, I know the actors are like friends in real life, so. Oh, they would, are. I would love it like nowadays, like if they did a second revival, you just show them being friends because now they're like not teenagers, they're not being little right. pricks, you know. Did that happen in the revival? Like, did they have any interactions in it? No, they didn't. No. Oh. I wish they did, but. Yeah. Yeah. Because you get so much, and I feel like these are two guys that, like, if they caught themselves at a reunion, like a high school reunion, they would actually probably get along. I think. Right. And they'd be like, oh, haha, can you believe that we used to fight over that and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, but I think the flashbacks are really what is the big part of this episode. And yeah, mm-hmm. you, you get, like, a little bit of jumping in time here. Like, it's not just one flashback or, like, one set time at the flashbacks. Yeah. You get flashbacks that are really kind of extensive showing a bunch mm-hmm. of different stuff so right yeah and like you said it shows why emily may have issues with lorelei yeah she kind of split with the baby and left a note and if you think back to was the beginning of this season or the other season where um the woman that owned the inn and and emily met and she said, and then what the woman said, like, well, um, she needed a place to stay and blah, blah, blah. And Emily said, well, I would have just brought her back to her family, mm. you know? So, so this is kind of the origin of when Emily found out. And I'm thinking, you know, the stuff they were saying, like about complaining about tripping over the, the baby carriage and blah, blah, blah. And all that stuff that Richard was saying, I'm like, you know, they're going to regret all that. Yeah. The more that they kept talking, I was like, ooh. Yeah. What I thought was really interesting too is, they're not that different than how they normally are. Like Emily is not a fundamentally different person before all this happens. Like she's still very uh, high society does things her way. Like it's not a huge change. But you're still complaining about going to stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like they're not entirely different from how they are now, but you just see that break, particularly in Emily when Lorelai leaves that really devastates her. Um, Mm -hmm. and I think that's maybe where you get the Emily of now where, again, there's a part of her that still is more or less the same, but she just had that break from losing both Lorelai and Rory. Um, yeah. Um, and not knowing where they are and yeah. And this is where Lorelai goes to live in the kind of redecorated shed, right? Yes. And you also realize how young she was. I mean, I know that we know that she's. 16. 16 when she has Rory or she did just turn but I think to see it you're like uh, oh wow but to see it, oh you're a baby yeah yeah um, and then we also see parents who or his dad is abusive yes yeah which I guess maybe explains a little bit of Christopher's behavior I don't think it fully explains away why he is the way he is but I think it gives a little bit of context for why he's yeah. got oh, a, lot, yeah. a lot of insecurities uh, and right a lot of uh, issues with commitment and stuff like that. So, right, and and Emily's got this real kind of us and them thing of, well, you can't go help 
Christopher's girlfriend with her baby, you know, like, because um, she took him away from you or something. Like, Emily's always looking for a fight. And and Lorelai says, my kid needs me, and that's why I'm going, period. You know, and yeah. I thought that was really good that she stood up to her and said, look, you know, my kid needs me. Because mm. apparently none of Sherry's friends care. Yeah. Which, which we met at, um, at the uh, baby shower. Mm-hmm. And I think I think when we watched that episode, even we were like, God, these friends are like really strange. Well, like the one like just leaves. She's like, I gotta go back to work. It's like, what? Like, yeah. You, you think you're and here. she keeps saying that she, that Sherry screwed up by going into labor. Oh, okay, that makes total sense. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah. Uh. I think pff, this episode is just. It's interesting because there's a, not a lot that goes on except for those flashbacks, but the flashbacks are so good. And I really like rewatching. I'm like, wow, these are really cool because you just, you hear about these moments throughout the show, but to finally see it and like be there, mm-hmm. I think you start to understand a bit of where both uh, Emily and um, right. Lorelai are coming from. So pretty well done. Yeah. And I think at some point they mentioned, and then one of the previous seasons, they mentioned her coming out painting or something. Yeah. Or photo. Mm. And I can't remember what the reference was, but here it shows up and you figure out why it wasn't done. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what the quip was about it, but it, they allude to it in one of the seasons. Yeah. And the well, reason why it's not done is because you can't zip up the dress. But I'm thinking, why not just take a picture from the front of the dress? Yeah. Well, so I was thinking, like, just put your back against the wall, but I don't know. Maybe there's people standing behind her. Maybe they would have noticed. I don't know. It, that does seem yeah. a little weird, though. Like, okay. Let's kind of further the plot along. Yeah. Yeah. They did a pretty good job matching up the characters, I thought. Yeah. Uh, Richard, you could tell they were having a hard time de-aging him a little bit. <laughs> no, I mean, now they wouldn't to... use CGI or whatever. Yeah. And no offense to Edward Herman. He's a great actor, but, like, I think... But they're they... trying to shave 16 years off. Yeah. Don't like from the little bit we saw, it wasn't really as convincing as Emily. But then they hit a lot of him in shadows, which felt really weird. Because like yeah. it's, it's not like they ever do like that lurking. with him. Yeah, right. like I would have. Here's what I if if I was rewriting this episode, I'd have him just be in the background of a shot. You could hear his voice, but you don't see him. And you would be like, right. yeah, he, he probably... really didn't have a pivotal point in this, except. I could see when they were talking to Christopher's parents that Richard was basically like, here's what we're doing. Yeah. So. Yeah. So you see, he's a deciding factor and he kind of has the final vote. Yes. Cause he kind of knows how things should go. Right. Um, yeah. I think they should have done it like that. Emily was fine. You know, she didn't look too different from how she normally is. But she you also have more looked... options for women to, to de-age them. Oh, yeah, I think so. Like makeup and and right. hair and stuff. Like her hair was different. She definitely had some makeup on. Color. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Speaking of, Sherry's hair was totally blonde, and she was not blonde last time we saw her. I was going to mention like a that. Different person. Yeah, I was like, that's not Sherry. That's like Britney Spears or something. It really know. didn't look like like matching Amic at all. I wonder if, like, she dyed it, and then they're like, we need to bring you back, and she's like, uh... I, yeah, I was wondering if she dyed it for a role or something. Yeah, that's what I'm guessing. But, yeah, that was that was just a little weird, because it just felt like... Because I'm like, oh, she went in the wrong room. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, 
that. Yeah, but it's inter isn't it interesting how much her hair color can change the way her face looks? Yeah. She doesn't look like herself at all. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. The wife's got some bad friends. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just... I definitely was... Uh, th that felt a little little weird. Just how they had said that. Because I'm like, that doesn't look like Sherry. And then eventually I figured right. it out. But, um, yeah. Well, uh, first I'm like, well, I'm pretty sure that's her. But then I was wondering if they got a different actress. But, nope. Mm. It's her. She's really, really blonde. Yep. So... Okay. It was like blonde, blonde too. It wasn't like she got like highlights. No, it was like full blown blonde. Yeah. Right. Like she, like she had like a like she. It took a long time to get that done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like that wasn't just like a touch up job or something. That was like a full. No, that's job. like she made like a day long appointment or something. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Which I yeah. guess I guess if she's at the salon, she doesn't worry about work, or maybe she does work while she's at the salon. Because then she's trying to get Rory to fax stuff. And this is what I was confused about. So, you know, it's interesting that a lot of medical practices still use faxes because of the security of them. Mm. Um, so when she's, when Rory's like, oh, well, I was going to the, you know, get copies for faxes. I didn't get that because a fax, you don't need copies. Yeah. You just use the same one over and over again if you have to send it to different people. That, Did that make sense to you? There's something about that I was like, what? Am I missing No, something? I was like, why, why are you copying it? I guess right. the only thing I was thinking is like maybe she needed to like do like a sig different signature or maybe put some other different information on each one or something. That was the only thing I could think of. But I was I did notice that too. Um, and then you see Rory get so caught up in, in Sherry's um you know, anxiety mm -hmm. that she starts doing this thing like I gotta get all this done and then Lorelai's like, Nope. Yeah. And I like how she kind of told Sherry, like, you know, what, um, admitting that you're having a baby is the first step or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. Cool. Um, and then we see Christopher. Yeah. Oh, and Lorelai decides she doesn't want to marry him, which probably for the best. But also kind of hits on a theme that <laughs> she just keeps rejecting Christopher a few times. Uh, mm -hmm. And, yeah. I, I thought that was kind of funny. I wanted, I wanted to see where Christopher would was gonna be like. Well, I'm gonna just keep trying and trying until you just give up. Or right. something like that. Like, and I think that Lorelai said at some point that he proposed, you know, before chemistry class or something at the school. And here we see him, either again proposing to her, or her story was mixed up. But I'm guessing he asked her more than once. I yeah, or I'm guessing she probably just kind of meant to say like he proposed and like it was just on a whim like i think sometimes lorelei does that like like i don't think yeah. it's it's meant literally like that but i think mm -hmm. like in mm -hmm. the sense that like they were still in high school things they were still right yeah. like yeah. doing their classes so sure. i i mm -hmm. took it as that as like yeah you know mm -hmm. like you might as well have said like hot off the press or something like that because it was probably like, ah, the same ish yeah. so then we see real life christopher current day christopher oh boy are we lucky oh yeah oh, you know he boy. says all the things that would upset lorelei basically yeah yeah because that's christopher he's just an asshole. right because he doesn't read a room and yeah. he doesn't care <laughs> he's and i he's think everybody knows by now how we feel about christopher hmm? yeah um i thought i was thinking too like considering like how 
poorly that their whole situation went. Mind you, Lorelai wanted consciously to do things a certain way, but still. Uh, and then to see things going the way they did with Sherry, I th- like I could see Lorelai getting upset with that. I'm like, I would have just left. I would have been like, you're here, cool. I'm leaving. Like, I don't. I'm I, I I think again. I think it was for Rory that she was there, but but yeah. also you know there's that. You know, when she, when Christopher came out of the waiting room, she said, oh, are you a daddy? I'm like, but he already is to your kid. I thought that was just a, you know, instead of saying like, is she here or something? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was kind of surprised that Lorelai said that. Mm-hmm. Especially with what they had been through. And then Christopher is just playing it up. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. He's just a jerk as always, which I think we've mentioned this quite a few times, but... <laughs> <laughs> and and here's the thing, Christopher. Like, uh, this is bad, but like, there's there's some Christopher moments coming up that just make you want to like toss him out a window. Really? Like, oh yeah, they're bad. Um. Oh, because again, you know, he and Lorelai slept together while were they were Sherry Sherry and he were broken up, or they kind of were trying to work things out or something. But it sounded like they were kind of together. Uh, yeah, it sounded like they were apart, but I don't know if I blame him for that fully because it's like a friends we were on a break kind of thing. I mean, I think M or uh, Lorelai kind of instigated a little bit of that too, so mm-hmm. I don't necessarily oh, yeah. fully blame Christopher for that, but I don't think he was probably, you know, he could have probably pumped the brakes on that too. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, yeah, this episode uh, was directed by let's take a look here uh was directed by gail uh mancuso who's uh showed up a few times sorry okay she's that name sounds mancuso sounds i think there's something affiliated with sesame street named mancuso well she directed uh season two episode three uh season two episode 15 and then season three episode three this one and then season three episode 18 so we, we've we've watched a few of her episodes, and um, yeah. I think generally they're all pretty pretty good ones. The oh no, she she did one uh, where they had to go to the she wrote she directed the one where they had to go to those that family's house because of the Harvard application, and they were all worried, and it was like really weird family. Yeah, yeah she, she directed that one. That still uh, seems really surreal. Yeah, but. It was written by Amy Sherman Palladino. So I think that it's probably huh. for the best because there was so much stuff here with um, the backstory that I think you kind of needed Amy to pen that. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Do you have a favorite and least favorite performance from this episode? Least favorite was Sherry, just the control aspect yes. of it. And how she, I mean, I mean, I'm sure there's people like that, but also kind of unrealistic. A little and, bit, yeah. Yeah. I just, I'm just not a fan of her. I think that it's, I mean, anxiety can bring out stuff in people, but mm. she was way over the top. For um, sure. Yeah. And and also, um, my best are Emily when she's angry in the hospital when Lorelai's giving birth. The fact that she is just continuing to yell. I mean, yeah. I think she played that really well. She's continuing to yell at her, even when she's being kicked out of the, of the, you know operating room mm-hmm. and and she's still like we're not done talking about this you know like she's just so livid 
And I thought that was portrayed well. And also, you know, you got Kirk, who's hanging out. Why was he hanging out at Luke's counter? What? I don't... I didn't understand why. I think he's and just nothing like, else better to do. Okay, because he was not going to move or something. I didn't understand what that whole thing was about. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I got to give it to Emily, though. Because Emily for, is the best. And I think because she plays three... Well, I guess two, but I'll say three like time periods of Emily. Three, yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Like she yep. plays Emily a little bit before the pregnancy, Emily during the pregnancy, and then Emily in the current times. And it's and she does such a great job of playing Emily at these different points of her life. I just thought that was really interesting and really well done. And it go shows why I think like out of all the performers in the show, I think uh Kelly Bishop's like one of the best ones because she oh, yeah. has such dimension to Emily that, like, right. Emily could easily just be a one-note villain. Like, somebody who just oh, yeah. doesn't understand mm -hmm. Lorelai, but they really do so much to flesh her out. So, yeah, I would say uh, Emily. Sorry, I do my obligatory. She and Ev Herman play... I just forgot his name. <laughs> What's the grandfather's name? I totally just forgot. Oh, Edward Herman? Yeah, who? what's the grandfather's name? I just totally forgot Oh gosh, I don't it's know if it's a... Richard. Richard, thank you. <laughs> I don't know why, but when you said that, like I knew it, but then it's, for some reason it but left my brain. But I just went blank. Yeah, um, that he. Oh, you cut out there, Blit. Hello. The ghost of Christopher struck our internet. And decided to be vengeful, <laughs> but we're back. You were saying something about Kelly Bishop and Edward Herman? Yeah, that they both won Tony Awards in the same year, but okay. for different shows. So they've they're veterans of Broadway, and so it's not a big surprise that they would just do really well with these roles. Yeah, for sure. And it's kind of fun watching her acceptance speech. It's on YouTube of the Tonys because she's she's so tiny. And, oh, really? And young. Hmm. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, let's see here. Um, oh, did I, I don't know if I gave my least favorite performance. Uh, my least favorite. I mean, the actor who played young Christopher wasn't the greatest. No, yeah, that was on my worst, too. Did I say that? I'm not I think you might have already, yeah. But, okay. yeah, it wasn't that great. Mind you, it didn't have much to work off of, but it still right. wasn't that great. Now I'm I mean, kind of see, wondering. I mean, it didn't even look like they matched him. I was saying, like, they matched up the actors pretty well, but he didn't look like Christopher that much. No, he didn't really. Like, kind of felt, if anything, actually, like, he felt like a totally different character. Like, Whereas, I recognized young Lorelai right away. Right. I didn't yeah, the recognize... mannerisms, yeah. Yeah, I didn't quite get young christopher right away right um so yeah yeah so who did you think it was when you first heard her say christopher who did you think that was oh i knew it was christopher but mind you i've also re i've watched the show so re-watching it i'm like i know that's christopher but like i'm thinking for some people like you might not know it's christopher because it doesn't look like him like the hair no, looks well different. i thought yeah everything looks different and i thought that it was that um that it was present day and it was like new employees of emily's 
Oh, and you also see in the flashback that the employees are always different, just like they are now. Yeah. That's like a running joke, so... Mm-hmm. So she was going through the employees back then, too. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see here. The favorite reference. Did you have a favorite reference from this episode? Yeah, the, when um, Lorelai talks about the trip, the Europe trip, and she said the rain in Spain falls mainly on the plane. That's from My Fair Lady, which is um, based on Pygmalion. So that's a Broadway show. Uh, and also a movie with Audrey Hepburn. Mm. Great show. Um, I would... I don't know if I really had one. I'm trying to think back of like... I didn't really get too many of them this episode. But... I don't so, think there were that many. No, it felt very... Like, like I remember trying to like think of one. And then I... I, I was kind of drawing a little bit of a blank... But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think, well, okay. I'll say one that for me actually felt more like an anti reference. Um, uh, Lorelai bought all those DVDs for Emily and like she bought Flashdance, Footloose, Saturday Night Fever, uh, Grease, but she didn't get Dirty Dancing, which... Kelly Bishop was in. So I wonder That's if right. That, was... that would have been really great. Yeah. And then it would have been really funny if you just saw Emily watching Dirty Dancing being like, that person That's smart. Oh, man, they missed that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that was intentional. Maybe Kelly Bishop didn't want to reference it, like... it or maybe they're not right. allowed to. But Maybe they couldn't get it cleared. Yeah. That just felt weird. I'm like, just just have a little, little reference. Well, and then that. you find that you find one of the rare times where Emily's really enjoying herself and she saw a couple movies she liked. Yeah. That's one of the few moments where we see her just kind of, just kind of happy. Well, she has her front, right? Like she is right. always sort of keeping a wall Uncle. up for herself. Right. And right. so when that wall comes down, cause she sees this movie, she's like, she's like, I'm not going to enjoy this DVD player. When am I going to And then she's oh, oh right. I love this movie. Like, yeah. Like her default mode is complaint. Yeah. yeah. So I, I like that scene with the DVDs. Cause it's just, it also felt like, seeing where they come from and what their history is to see mm-hmm. that, that, you know, Lorelai buys her a DVD player so she can get some enjoyment. Like it felt right. like you kind of see the, well, at this point so far, the culmination mm-hmm. of their relationship. And it's like, okay, right. I kind of like that, that we see mm-hmm. that. Yeah. You know, they had their differences and issues in the past, but like they're kind of working on things in their own weird way. Right. So. Yeah. That was really nice. Yeah. Um, favorite quote. Do you have a favorite quote from this episode? Yeah, mine was uh, when Dean goes up to uh, Jess at the counter and says, um, something about the, um, speak, you know, I'm making an order. He says, speak to the clown. He goes, I am, or something like that. That yeah. was great. Mm-hmm. It was so quick. And I also like who died and made you Sarah Moulton because that's my maiden name is Moulton. We're no, we're no relation. I actually contacted her to see if we were related. We're not. She's married to a bull. But I thought I was like, uh, oh, my last name is in a show. That's super cool. Yeah. And then, then I like um, when Lorelai says, "Breathing doesn't help. Can I hit you instead?" To the nurse. <laughs> and then and Richard, while they're at the hospital, while Lorelai's giving birth, just says like, "I wore the wrong shoes." <laughs> what are the right shoes? <laughs> I thought that was. That's, oh, that's and then Kirk's saying like, "Hmm." That's Kirk for you, though. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, and then Kirk said, um, uh, they have amazing communication. When you see, um, you see, um, oh, Luke and uh, Jess, like, kind of you know, arguing outside, because Jess is trying to leave to give them some time alone, Luke and yeah. his date. And Luke's like, nope, nope. And then they're arguing outside, and Kirk's like, they have amazing communication. But you think, like, maybe for Kirk, that is amazing communication. Yeah. Um, I liked uh, near the end when, um, well, I guess it's not really the end. It's before they go on their date, but Luke comes down and uh, uh, Laura says, oh, my God, hey, I desperately need a massive cup of coffee to go. And what the hell happened to your face? And then Luke says, right. what do you mean? Laura says, it's visible. Oh, I shaved. Are you going to the <laughs> bank? No. Funeral? No. Drag club? Let's get your coffee, shall we? That was, that Which was... they did go to his uncle's funeral that time, remember? So Yeah. Yeah. So that was, I like that line. That was a pretty yeah clever exchange and you i loved how yeah, lorelei okay. was guessing although i don't know if she no does she know that no i think that was the first time she found out that he was going on a date with nicole this is the first time yep yeah, okay i was trying to i i mix it up with luke uh knowing that lorelei was going on a date that's probably what i'm mixing it up yeah and but... he found out when he when they were by the fishing pond i like that she named all the fish too because you know she names an animal object that's her thing yeah well, they, and no. she wound up keeping one of the fish, and I'm like, "How is that fish gonna survive in the bathtub?" But you know, she probably called Luke over to kill it. Probably. Oh. Yeah. Ooh, I have really good behind-the-scenes trivia for this episode. Oh. Uh, Christine Rose, who plays Christopher's mom, looked familiar. Uh, she and Milo Ventimiglia both appear uh, in this episode. Years later, they would both play mother and son in Heroes. Are you the kidding? DC show. No. So she looked really familiar. Yeah. Um cool. Uh right. Any mental health observations aside from health? Yeah, you see that again, you know, that issue of Lorelai just leaving and leaving a note and mm -hmm. that kind of started the I think that it seems like with Emily uh, nothing was really good enough, it mm -hmm. seems like, and so when she when Lorelai leaves that note, it would be interesting to find out what exactly triggered that. Did she just have enough? And I think that's what they alluded to that that she was. You know, here's Emily going down the stairs and like complaining. Well, at least the baby carriage isn't there or whatever. Mm. And you go, ooh, you know, when she said that because you're like, oh, you're gonna regret that. Yeah. Um, but you know, we see a little bit of the start of you know everything's got a backstory to it. So. Yeah. So things happen. And also, the, you know, the control aspect of, you know, yelling at your kid while she's going into labor and you continue to yell and the nurse has to tell you to back off. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we see that she she really doesn't like being left out of things. No, she doesn't. But I think, too, like, I think for me, uh, it also comes from the sense that, like, I think Lorelai consciously knows that, like, her wanting to like do these things is going to create conflict with her and Emily. So mm -hmm. her leaving that note is her way of basically doing things oh, in her eyes, at least cleanly and with no real conflict, at least immediately long-term. Yes. You're going to have conflict, but you know, she's right. out of that house. She's not going to have to deal with Emily and Richard. Mm -hmm. So I think that's probably why she did. It was probably just to avoid at least a major blowout, you know, well, you can see that, that, um, she gets into, you know, um, Emily gets into these narcissistic rages. Yeah. Where she just keeps going and going. Mm. Um, yeah, so you can see that this is why sometimes people 
just go no contact because the person gets so angry it's like almost like they stop making sense mm. uh, and i think that you know there have been some times that emily got to that stage yeah so you could see why lorelei didn't say anything because you could also see where potentially i could see um emily trying to get custody of the kid yeah i hope that would ever happen but i could see i could see emily threatening that yeah for sure okay something like that went down maybe we find out later that that was there was a threat made yeah that. yeah I, I don't think so but okay i think like they keep their distance but yeah uh they're, yeah they're, there's there's i think with emily in this it's this idea that yeah she, she there that look on her face at the end when she's reading that note just speaks volumes to how hurt she is um and I think for all of her issues in terms of communication and being a narcissist, you know, ultimately she cares about people, even if she's really hesitant to admit it in a very direct way. So, you know, she cares enough about uh, Lorelai and Rory, even though Rory's very young at that time, enough so that when she leaves, she, you know, she could have been like, oh, good out of my hair i don't have to deal with tripping over things anymore but she she's devastated because i think in her mm -hmm. mind she wanted to be there for her, uh lorelei and for rory and now she's not going to be so well i really wonder what the if there was a possessiveness thing in in place or she was undermining lorelei which i could see also because i could see emily writing it off as well she's a kid she doesn't know yeah um, and trying to you know say no that's not the right way to do things i could see that being an issue mm -hmm. with emily yeah. she's very into what's the right thing but it's always right by her it doesn't matter to her if by it's her standards yeah not oh yeah it's not a, it doesn't matter if it's not okay to anybody else mm -hmm. cool um i think it's time to read this episode what are you thinking for a score i give it an eight all right and i give sherry's hair a, a three <laughs> <laughs> i give the episode an eight okay there's a lot of stuff going on i thought it was i, I really like the flashbacks i thought they were done pretty well because yeah. there's a, I would think there's a, there's a fine line you gotta do with flashbacks. You can kind of overdo it or underdo it. I think they probably got just right. I think so. Think yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I give this a seven out of ten. I did <laughs> like this episode. I know some people don't. Like I know actually there's some people that really don't like this episode because some people don't think the actress that plays Lorelai is a good match. But I thought she did a good job. Um, you Wait, know. Lauren Graham? Or no, like the, the the actress that plays young Lorelai. Oh but yeah. I thought she did a good job. Like, yeah oh yeah i mean she had some of the mannerisms yeah and you know it's not like one to one but there's no way it's going to be like there's no way right i mean it, yeah i you know instead of doing an impression she i think they were aiming for like a recreation but not an yeah. impression that makes mm -hmm. sense yeah because how could you do that especially with really young actors i mean i'm sure that some of them are just really good at mimicry yeah um, but if they try to do a full imitation that would i think that would kind of fall flat Mm -hmm. cool. so they did a recreation or resemblance or something but yeah i thought they did a good job well young christopher i think it, i don't but christopher's so bland how do you even pick up on his emotions anyway true or, or his character true we just don't like christopher that's okay that's the truth okay uh steph is over at stephaniesarkis.com gaslighting is the book and Talking Brains is the podcast. And you got a new book coming out uh, in the um, future. From Toxic Relationships. Yeah. And they'll yeah. be out later this year. Awesome. 
And uh, yeah, I'm over at 3greenerbs.com. Oh, and your other podcast, Talking Brains. I didn't mention that, yep. but yeah, Talking Brains. And then I'm over at 3greenerbs.com. Almost every other day, I've got stuff going up. So you want to check that out. And until next time, everybody, bye for now. Bye.